Hi everyone! For the month of April, the Kids Yoga Podcast is being sponsored by the Black Kids Do Yoga Club. I'm going to turn it over to Sunjoria Sidnor to tell you more. The purpose of the BKDY Club is to build an inclusive community for young yogis of color, uniting Black kids in yoga through asana, meditation, and mindfulness. Interested individuals can find out more information and sign up for this free membership at www.ourfamiliesdoingyoga.com. Hi, and welcome to the Kids Yoga Podcast, the place for all things kids yoga. My name is Jessica Mujis, and after teaching kids yoga for over a decade and being immersed in the industry, I created this podcast as a warm and supportive place for parents, teachers, caregivers, and kids yoga professionals to gather. Episodes include conversations with kids yoga teachers, business owners, and authors, child development experts, informational episodes on specific kids yoga topics, yoga adventures for children, and even the voices of children themselves. It is my hope that you can come here each week and gain inspiration and form connection with your fellow kids yoga community. Welcome to the Kids Yoga Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Kids Yoga Podcast. My name is Jessica, and this week I am joined by two wonderful women. First is Kate Murphy. Nanda Yoga is owned and operated by Kate Murphy, a Fort Worth, Texas native. Kate graduated from the University of Texas in 2007 with a degree in early childhood education. In 2007, Kate received her first children's yoga certification through Radiant Child Yoga, and from there has acquired additional certifications through Karma Kids, Kidding Around Yoga, Magic of Music with Kira Willey, and The Little Yoga House, as well as yoga business coaching through Next Generation Yoga. Kate is a registered yoga teacher at the 200-hour level and is also certified in pre- and postnatal yoga, baby yoga, and movement, as well as infant massage therapy. Prior to forming Nanda Yoga, Kate lived and worked in Switzerland and France. She thoroughly enjoyed her travels and experiences abroad. She moved home in 2010 to begin her professional career as a certified child life specialist at Cook Children's Medical Center where she works nights as a frontline employee. When Kate is not teaching yoga or working at the hospital, she loves exploring the great outdoors and being with her two boys, Garrett and Bennett, and husband, Jim. I am also joined by Regan Williams. Regan always knew she wanted to become a teacher. Her grandma used to take her to her second grade class when she was a child and also took took her to her first yoga class when she was just 10 years old. She was in her third year of college at the University of Colorado. During this time, she was experiencing anxiety attacks, and a doctor recommended that she try yoga. Yoga was her saving grace. It was yoga that carried her through the darkest days when she was later diagnosed with anxiety and depression. She was lucky enough to attend her first adult class at Red Rocks in Colorado, 
She picked up yoga again in 2019 after moving back to Texas with her spouse and daughter. She completed her 200-hour training at the Yoga Project from 2019 to 2020. This experience forever changed her as a teacher and helped her along in her own self-healing journey. She also completed her yoga training with Kidding Around Yoga. Kate welcomed Regan with open arms when she came across an ad that she was hiring new teachers. She is delighted to currently be a kids yoga teacher at Nanda Yoga, holding a space for little yogis to give their little bodies and overstimulated minds a chance to rest within the frenzy of the world. It is so rewarding for her. Also, being able to bring her daughter to the studio is just the icing on the cake. She has since taught yoga in a dance studio, an elementary school, a childcare center, a fitness center, cryotherapy studio, and an adult yoga studio. Kate and Regan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having us. Yes. Yes, I'm thrilled that we can... We, we said we're not in the same space, but we created this space where the three of us are together. And um, we've been emailing a lot. And um, before I get into the yoga studio, opening during a height of a pand- pandemic, which is just <laughs> crazy to me. We, I can't wait to hear about this. I first, I want to take a step back and hear about both of your journeys with yoga. So I guess, Kate, let's start with you. So when did you find yoga and when did you then decide to share it with children? Um, so I was in college and I had a friend who took me to yoga class said, I think that you would really jive with this. Do you want to go with me in college? You're like, yeah, sure. I'll do whatever. Um, and so we went to yoga and I felt at home. Like there was this, I remember this peace just like washed over me because college is so chaotic, right? Like you're balancing school, social life, friends, and you're trying to find a path to adulthood, which... I feel like I'm still sauntering down that path, but like mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those things that it gave me everything that I needed in that moment. It gave me structure and stability and it challenged my body and it gave me the freedom to express and be creative and, you know, kind of create a world outside of college that I could, as like a safe haven that I could go to and be a part of. Um, and so that was really when I was first introduced to yoga and I fell in love with it. Um, my senior year, so I taught children's gymnastics at our one of the local um, youth associations in Austin. And she said, hey, I heard about these people up in New York called Karma Kids. And this person from Radiant Child is going to be there and they teach yoga to children. And I was like, stop it. I This is my calling in life. I have to go. Um, and so, you know, went up to New York slept on my friend's couch for the weekend and got to be at Karma Kids and and got to meet, you know, Shakta Khalsa from Radiant Child. And I remember vividly sitting in the room. It was Saturday morning. And I told her afterwards, I said, this is my purpose. This is what I was, I was supposed to come meet you. And I'm supposed to learn children's yoga and share it with anyone. Um, and so I knew in that moment that I wanted to open a yoga studio and that I wanted to do something with children's yoga. I just didn't quite have the timeline. I was, I was a senior in college. I, I still didn't know what I was doing the next day. Um, but it was, it was a really powerful weekend and it kind of set me on this beautiful course in life that 
I can really trace back to that first class of yoga in Austin. Um, so that's wow. kind of what I did. And after that, I moved back, you know, I came back to Austin and I started teaching at an art studio. Um, we did like little after school classes and like weekend camps and we blended art and cooking and yoga. And then I taught like at a little children's gym, kind of like tumble tots, you know, kind of thing. Um, and that's kind of where it all began. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that mm-hmm. you, that's where, so New York, that's where I just, I just moved out of New York, but that's where I did all my teaching for a decade and Karma Kids very well known. So it's so cool. I love that you, you came to New York and like, yeah. that was at the, I mean, there was children's yoga then, but it definitely wasn't what it is today. So it's great that you had that chance to go and study so early. Yeah. Okay. So, so Regan, then how did you? Yes. So my yoga story is just a little bit different, but um, definitely. So I went to college in Colorado at CU um, for a communications degree. But first, um, before communications, I really wanted to get my teaching degree. So I did one year of that and I did some kind of teacher aid work. And I just really didn't um, like the context, how we were teaching and just how the teachers have to be very, you know, onto the kids and kind of really hard on them. Just a different world than I was kind of expecting. Like, oh, this is going to be super easy. And, you know, the kids are just going to listen and teaching is going to be so much fun. It was so hard that one year. So I kind of was like, I don't want to do this. I want to get my communications degree, maybe work at an office or, you know, be a teacher somehow, but not in a classroom. So I got my degree in communications and I started having like really bad anxiety attacks and just, you know, I got to pay my bills. I got to work. Like Kate was saying, you know, college and college debt and this and that, you know, and just the real world paying your bills and all these sorts of things just really started weighing on me. And so I went to this psychiatrist and they're like, we can put you on this medication and this medication. I really didn't want to go that route, you know, with a bunch of medications. So he actually said, because in Denver, yoga is really popular. You know, why don't you try out a yoga or aerobics class? And I didn't really know what aerobics was, but I heard of yoga. So <laughs> I went to yoga first um, and they had this really cool class at Red Rocks, like right on the rocks, you know, like beautiful view. So that's where I kind of just got introduced to yoga and I really, really loved it. Um, And so after that, I started, I did a yoga teacher training type thing um, for about six months, but it wasn't registered with Yoga Alliance or anything, you know, fancy like that. It was like $250, did the training, um, then from there moved back to Texas and did another training, got my 200 hour. And after that, my daughter um, had just turned three and we enrolled her in dance. So the dance teacher actually was kind of chit-chatting about maybe to have yoga there, maybe not. And I was like, well, I got my 200 hour, you know, maybe I could do kids. I don't want it to be anything like teaching in the classroom. And so that's kind of where I started getting interested in kids yoga um, through the dance studio. So, and it's, I feel like yoga is like kind of like dance, you know, you can incorporate them together um, in a little bit of a way, but um, her dance studio actually flooded really bad and she had to close down during COVID. And that's kind of where I saw, um, I had followed Kate on social media since she had opened and kind of followed along all of her like awesome pictures and her studio being built. And it's such a cool space. I mean, you can see the mural, you know, behind her now. Um, Yes. 
So yeah. it's such a cool studio. So it's really great. Um, if you're ever in Texas, you got to go check it out. But um, <laughs> so I met up with her and she just had all these ideas. I mean, every time, you know, she just has great ideas and um, is really just a great leader in the whole kids yoga thing. So I just recently finished my, um, um, Stop it. Sorry, my puppy's right there. My um, kidding around yoga. Sorry, I was on Car- Karma Kids. Kidding around yoga. And so I did their virtual learning because, you know, because of COVID, I really can't find an in-person for a kid certification. So I just have my 200 hour and then I did that virtually and now we're here. So. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy that in our conversation, it's like, you know, then the pandemic hit and then the flood came. And it's like, what has been going on in this past year? So yeah, Seriously. it really, it feels yes. very biblical almost. Um, but so on the website, so Nanda Yoga, I saw Kate, you were teaching prior to opening the studio. It sounds like in different places. So can you just tell me a bit about like, so what was your teaching like before? Why did you decide to open the studio? And then I guess, like, how did you then adapt when the pandemic hit? Okay, sure. Um, so I had, so I don't, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a certified child life specialist and I work in a pediatric ER. Um, and so when I moved back to Fort Worth, um, I became my, you know, I started my career at the hospital. Um, and so I was working full time. And so I was really teaching um, after school and on weekends doing pop-ups and working with the Fort Worth Public Library, um, Botanical Research Institute of Texas, like at our, um, Botanical Gardens, uh, different, you know, schools in Fort Worth ISD, different daycares. Um, I was doing pop-ups at parks and race warm-ups and <laughs> really anything I could get my foot in the door, um, I would, I would do and I would adapt. Um, and so the, Really what kind of spurred me is when we had our second um, little boy, we were in the NICU and I called my husband and I said that my time is now. I want to open the studio. I've been talking about it for 12 years and it's the time is now and I, I can't wait and this is what I want to do. And then, of course, my husband, being the level-headed man he was, he's like, well, let's go ahead and just get home from the NICU first, and then let's talk about (laughs) you changing your career. Um, And so it was just in that moment, like, I remember so vividly sitting there, you know, looking at him, thinking, I want a place for you to go and and be safe and to flourish and to be free and be creative. Like, I, I want to bring you to work with me. I, I don't want to be apart from you. You know, it's, it's so hard. You know, you miss so much when you're away from your kiddos. Um, and I didn't, I didn't want to miss that much. I, but I wanted a career. Like I want, I want a job. I want a career. I want to show my children that we're doing awesome things in the world, but I wanted them to be a part of that awesomeness. Um, and so that was really that moment where I knew I wanted to open the studio. Um, and so, you know, fast forward a year later, here we were building a building a yoga studio. Um, and so I just, I love doing pop-ups and I loved being in all the different spaces, but I really wanted to create a yoga community for children here in Fort Worth. I wanted it to be a space 
really a family centered space where you can come and you can come early. And, you know, we have a sensory play space with aerial swing, climbing wall, like infant area. We have a flex space for um, steam activities and loose parts discovery and process art and like a maker station. Um, and so like, I wanted you to come early and have your snacks and mix and mingle with, with other parents and families. And I wanted you to come to class. And then afterwards, I wanted you to go release all that energy so you could go home in a calm, in a calm manner. Cause so often, right. When you go to an extracurricular, any kind of practice, you know, they come back and they're up here and you put them in the car and you're like, Whoa, their bodies are so amped up. So I wanted to give that space to afterwards, like to have that release. Um, and so pre-COVID, that was my grand idea was to have this community space where we're all hanging out of like-minded families, um, enjoying themselves. And so, you know, thanks to thanks to COVID, things changed just a little bit. Um, so we we finally opened our doors on February 17th, and it was amazing. And we had an overwhelming response. Um, this was February 17th, 2020? Yes. Okay. February 17th, 2020. Um, and then we got shut down March 13th, 2020. <laughs> it wasn't even a month, Kate. Was it it oh, wasn't no. even a month yet. And it, I remember standing in, in the front, like where our desk is, and I was just looking around and I was thinking, what do I do? <laughs> what am I going to do next? And so I am not the most tech savvy person. So I quickly pivoted to online classes, Zoom classes, um, doing, you know, pajama nighttime yoga, morning yoga, teddy bear picnic yoga. You know, we had like a huge picnic. There were like 40 kids who showed up on Zoom and we all had our teddy bears and our picnics and we did story time yoga and you know, just started doing mindful moments, you know, daily mindful moments for, for families to practice together anywhere from like two to five minutes. I just, I wanted this space to be a part of a family's every day. And that was our next step was to pivot online so we could be a part of your world. Just not, you know, I was here in the studio and I would take people on tours of the studio virtually and I would do yoga in different areas so people could see the space. Um, so it was it was really hectic, emotionally jarring, financially just a kick in the gut. Because, um, you know, when you, you create this business plan, you know, everything is beautifully laid out on paper and you have all your projections and all your financials and it looks fantastic. And I remember I came home and I took my business plan. And I was like, I think I'm just going to throw it away. My husband's like, that's a lot of work. Don't throw that away. And I was like, no, I... I mean, I don't know what to do because there's there's no yeah. end in sight right now. And this beautiful document did not account for a global pandemic <laughs> and a financial recession. So this is of no wow. use to me. Um, so it's it's been an epic journey, to say the least. It's been exhausting and emotional. Lots of lots of panic attacks. Lots of yeah. anxiety. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I, I truly believe that things are starting to take a turn for the better. Um, like we had spring break camp last week and we sold out every single day. Our summer camps are filling up. 
classes are like slow to come back. Um, but I don't have a normal comparison <laughs> to, to what we would normally be at at this time. That's kind of um, good, then, you know? Right? Yeah, ignorance is bliss sometimes. <laughs> I don't yes. know. Yes. Um, and so I, I think that there is great light at the tunnel. And I think the more and more people start feeling safe to move about the cabin, and I think that our classes will start filling up. And I, I think that we're on a great path. It's just taken us a little bit longer. Um, and and I think great things are still to come. And I and I did not throw away my business plan. I just tucked it in my drawer. <laughs> good, good. That will, I think that will come in handy at some point, right? That you've got all I that hope, there. Yeah. I hope so. I don't know. <laughs> but talk about a lesson. Right. Talk about a lesson in going with the flow. I mean, it's like, I know everyone's life was completely upended on March 13th, that day when it was declared. But the thought of like having just opened a business and it's like, okay, now what? But I first I want to say it sounds incredible, the space, the fact that you have all that you have the sensory, you have so many areas and that you said like people are welcome to come and like be there. Mm -hmm. That as a mom... I'm like, oh, that sounds incredible. If there was a place near me like that, I'd be going in a heartbeat because it's one thing to have the the great class. But if you feel like you're part of a community and so many parents are, you know, I'm home with my kids. It's like you want to see other adults. Like so even in that way to have, you know, people seeing each other. Um, So I think the work you're doing is so uh, wonderful and that um and then the yoga, right? The yoga's, I'm sure, like the through line through all of it. All of mm-hmm. that is very connected. I'm curious how yoga, um, yoga itself has been received. I guess, Regan, you could um, take this question. In, in Fort Worth or in your area, are people open to yoga? Do a lot of people practice yoga? Or, um, yeah, just w- what's the scene like? I think people really are open to yoga in Fort Worth. Maybe not, you know, so much the studio that I actually got my training from, they closed down and never opened again, you know? So if you think about it that way, you know, like Kate did really well, you know, she's still open. We're still having classes. She's still having camps, but um, I feel like the yoga community is great for adults and for kids. People love it now. I feel like the more days that go by, the more people are interested in. I was telling Kate this morning, I was in an adult's yoga class and a lady brought her 10 year old with her to class this morning, you know, and after we got done with class, I went up to her and was like, that was so awesome. You know, you were really engaged through the whole class. And she told me, oh, I wish they had kids yoga. And I was like, oh, I work at a kid's yoga studio, you know, like you should come to class and supposedly going to come tomorrow night, you know? So I feel like the more parents that are open to just let their kids try out something different than the everyday, like basketball, you know, football, cheerleading, gymnastics, and just kind of, cause I wasn't a sports player when I was a kid and it gives those kids something different to do, you know, a way to just like you were saying, release and calm their bodies without having to make a basketball team without having to be like super athletic and fast at running. So it's like a different, you know, a different situation than you might think when you think of sports or athletics. But I think it's really growing in Fort Worth. And I think the more parents that practice that bring their kids to yoga, I think it'll be great eventually. Yeah. And how about in terms of like yoga philosophy or or, um, bringing in those ideas? Do you, I'm just curious, do you guys bring those those into the classes? I mean, obviously in age appropriate ways, but do you incorporate that? 
Yes, the mantras. Mm-hmm. She has super cute, like yogi songs. Um, like she does yoga massages at the end. Um, what else? You know, there's so many. I feel like the sound bowls. Mm-hmm. Um, doing like soul care Sundays with the sound bowls. Um, I mean, I think I think that teaching children yoga is about teaching the philosophy of yoga too. I always. You know, when it's age appropriate, I always talk about the history of yoga um, and how, you know, it has come over here and how we honor, you know, people who originally created yoga and what we can do and talking about, you know, our light and, and I, what you do, you know, when you're, when you're teaching children's yoga is you break down an adult class into manageable child like, um, understanding, right? Because the essence of what we do here is we play, we play yoga, but I'm still, the message that I'm sending to the children is a very similar message to if I were to teach an adult class. Um, it's just broken down into terms that children can understand because we make, we make yoga fun here. We make learning yoga fun and kids love to play. They love to have fun. That's their language. That's their understanding. That is how their brain breaks things down. And so when I think that you give them those tidbits of philosophy and insight into what yoga truly is, then they can take that with them. Um, because I feel that yoga, you know, unlike other extracurricular activities is, you know, you're not practicing for something. You're practicing for someone. Yoga is a life skill. And this is something that you can take wherever you need in life. And, you know, just like before a business meeting, you're not going to pirouette yourself out of an anxiety, you know, an anxious moment, like you're going to stop and you're going to breathe and you're going to calm your body down, you know? And so I think that when you look at it in terms of that, you know, and I, I tell parents that all the time that yoga is a life skill. This isn't, you know, they don't have to perform for something. They don't have to, you know, get in front of people and they don't have to be competitive. This is something that they do for themselves. And the reason that I wanted the studio so bad is because I wanted to give that space to children to be free, to be creative, to be silly, to challenge their bodies. Um, because sometimes it can be really scary if maybe you aren't the best ballerina in the room or you're not the fastest, you know, runner on the soccer team or football team, it can be intimidating. And this is a space where we want you to come and to, to be because we accept you for who you are and what you bring to our studio and to our community and you're valued. Um, and so I do, I think that we feed philosophy, you know, yoga philosophy into every class that we teach. Um, and just in very fun and, and creative ways, you know, like our Itsy Bitsy Spider song, you know, is talking about meditating and, you know, how do we meditate? What does that look like for our body? Is it quiet like this and we close our eyes? No, we can meditate in so many different ways. And, you know, and then like we, we talk about meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and, and just like building upon, you know, yogi skills, just about, you know, breathing, pranayama. Our breath, our breath is our superpower. It's connected to our brain. It tells our brain that, you know, we're doing okay and how to calm down and, you know, giving them those, those tidbits, those little gems that they can translate into their life outside of these walls, into their school, into their family life. Um, I love that. I've, I've, I've always said your breath is your best friend, but I love that your breath is your superpower. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's, yeah. And kids, kids love superheroes. So they're probably like, Ooh, I like 
right? but I, I mean, everything you guys are saying, I'm like, yeah, I'm just nodding over here. I know this is audio for everybody, but um, completely agree with the power of it. And also just want to say now that we're, you know, slowly making our way out of this pandemic, that I think that your space will be even more important because I think we all need to talk about the fact that we're all traumatized and we, we're all going to be healing for a very long time. I think kids, young kids, maybe less time. I think they're more resilient than us as adults. But still, I think we are all collectively going to be healing. So it sounds like your space could be that could be a place like that where people can come together again. And there's no pressure. There's no final goal. It's just being able to exist. So I'm so glad that you you've you kept this open. Like mm. I'm just like I'm so proud of you. I mean, I don't even know how you did it. Which brings me to my next question, which is I've been talking to more business owners, and I think it's so important that we um have a, a healthy business environment when we're running any business, but in kids yoga in particular. Um, because I've had I've personally had a lot of experiences that were more toxic um within the industry. So I'm curious, like from your perspective, what are some things you keep in mind? I know you you mentioned you you hired all these people and then lost a lot of people. <laughs> so that's one thing. Now that you're rebuilding and you're hiring people, you have Regan, you have people that are working for you. Like, what do you look for in people when you're hiring them? And then how do you try to cultivate um, a healthy work environment? I look for their passion. I... Um... I was always told, you know, surround yourself with people you look up to. And when I was a child, you know, surround yourself with loving, positive people um, who want to lift you up. And and that's what I really look for in teachers when I hire them. Because um, I think it is so important because this this is my business. But it's also, I want you to feel comfortable teaching in this space. I want you to feel at home. I want you to feel like ownership because I feel like when you have ownership over something, you are much more likely to want to see it succeed and want to be a part of the nitty gritty, which Mm -hmm. we are still in that nitty gritty stage. Um, And so, you know, when you're looking for that longevity in someone that you're hiring, like a teacher, I want to know that I share that same passion for helping improve, um, you know, children's mental health and wellness through yoga. I, I want to see that. I want to hear that in, you know, our conversation. I see it in your eyes. I want your children to grow up here too. I want my kiddos to grow up here and I want your kiddos to grow up here. I want this to be a space where you feel safe to share your ideas. If you want to do a workshop, let's do it. If you have an idea for a class, let's make it work. Um, and so I really want it to be a shared community where our teachers feel valued and I hear your ideas, um, you know, working in a corporate world, it can be, you know, your creativity is stifled, um, because you have so many people that you are trying to take care of. Right. Um, in our world, in a small business, I have so, I have so many people that I take care of, but I want to see each and every one of them. And I want them to know that I value them and I see them for who they are and what they bring to our studio and the classes and our families. Um, And so I think, you know, we have, we had a meeting last night, you know, and I want to be really transparent with everyone, you know, where we are, where the studio is and, you know, where we're going and how can you help us move from A to B and how can we do this as a team? How can we do it together? Because, you know, 
we're so much stronger together. Um, and I don't want anyone to feel like they're on an island, you know, that they don't know what's going on, that, you know, they miss something, I, you know, cause we're on, we're on group texts. So we also have a really robust school yoga program as well. We teach 16 classes on Fridays, um, through some of our Fort Worth ISD classes. And so like we have a text chain for all the school teachers. We have a text, you know, to our school squad and then we have our Nanda squad. And it's just like keeping people that, hey, hey, how was your day today? How are the classes? How are the kiddos? Any issues? You know, what can I help you with? And I think it's just always encouraging people that I have an open line of communication. Like my life is very crazy between, you know, like the hospital and the studio and having two kids under four, but like text me, I'm super good at texting. I'm super good at emailing because I can reply to those at four o'clock in the morning when it's completely inappropriate to call you. But I hope that you have your phone on silent. Reply yeah. though, you know? <laughs> That's when you will get an email from me. So. And she makes you really feel like she has your back. You know, I feel like just starting with the schools, like I was like, Oh my goodness, we're going to be back in the classroom, back with these teachers. Like, Back during the pandemic where all the kids, you know, we're teaching with a mask on, the kids all have masks on. And, you know, Kate just really makes you feel like, hey, I've got your back. If something comes up, let me know. Like, we'll get it handled. We'll figure it out. So I feel like you're like, she's really good at that, too. Just making sure that everyone feels comfortable. Everyone feels like, you know, you have a leader that like if something happens, she'll be up at the school taking care of it. You know, you don't have to worry. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like the communication is there. And that's so important. Even just having those text chains where it's like, you know, someone teaching that they can get in touch. I think that's great. So um, I just love seeing a, a woman-owned business. I'm, you know, I know kids yoga is largely a, a woman-dominated business at just industry at this point. So, like, it's just so great to see that. To see not only do you have this um, business that's giving back to the community, but also, you know, the team of people that that are working for you. So, um, I just, I just love seeing that. It just, it, I wish I'm like, oh, I wish I could um, beam myself over right now to <laughs> to Texas. <laughs> One day when I can fly again, maybe that's soon. Who knows? I'll have to come see. Hopefully sooner than later. I hope so. I hope so. Well, I could talk to you guys for a long time, but I do have to start to wrap up. So I I love to end with these little kids yoga gems. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of your just your golden rule for kids yoga. So if you can give one piece of advice to anyone working in the kids yoga industry, what would it be? And let's see, Regan, why don't I start with you? Okay. I would say, you know, just be very compassionate, you know, compassionate with yourself, compassionate with the kids, even compassionate with the kids' parents. You know, you're kind of all in this together as a team. So, yeah. Yes. And I love the mentioning of, of the parents. <laughs> it's a big As a parent. Thing. Yes. They're here with the kids. So. Yes, absolutely. What about um, you, Kate? You know, I, I think that every human child parent has a story, a journey that you might not always be privy to. Um, and so I always think about meeting the child where they are. Sometimes you can have those really frustrating moments, right? Um, remembering that you don't know where that child's morning was. You don't what you don't know what their night was. So meeting them with with love and empathy and optimism and being that guiding light in their world. Um, I think sometimes it can be hard because we too, as adults, are having a really rough time with the unpredictable state of our lives. So I think taking a step back and taking a breath and recognizing that you 
you know, every child is unique and different um, in an understanding that no class is going to be perfect. No class is going to go right by, you know, your class outline um, and to, to go with the flow and to have fun because that's what it's all about. It's about having fun. You know, when you leave a kid's yoga class, you need to be laughing just as much as they are. Um, and you need your heart needs to be bursting with joy, just like you want their heart to be. So I think meeting people where they are, and I think encouraging children to understand the goodness in themselves. And, you know, one of the things we end our classes with is, you know, our mantras and we rub our hands and touch our head and we say, you know, I am strong. We rub our hands and touch our hearts and we say, I am kind. And then we give ourselves big hugs and we say, I am loved. And then we rub our chest and we say, there's a whole lot of good in there because sometimes we just need to be reminded. Um, and I think that when you teach young children to find the goodness in themselves, I think their capacity to understand and love others grows exponentially. Yes, that was beautiful. That was, I was about to say that was beautiful because it was. It was. Well, I want people to be able to find you guys, find out about the studio. So where are the places you can send people to find you online, social media, website, all that stuff? Yeah, so you can check us out on Instagram, um, Nanda Yoga FW. So N A N D A Y O G A F W. Um, also on Facebook, Nanda Yoga Fort Worth, and of course, you know, online you can find our webpage, NandaYogaFW.com. Um, and we would we would love to see you and hear from you um, and meet you one day in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> and all, all are welcome at Nanda Yoga. Yes. And Regan, do you also have an Instagram page, a personal? Yes. Yes. It's just um, Regan, R-E-I-G-A-N dot McKenzie, M-C-K-I-N-Z-I-E. And that's all. Okay. Different spelling, but yes, Regan dot McKenzie. And um, on social media, I will say that Kate has awesome social media skills. Just for like, if you want to, you know, just pop on social media, look at the pictures, come up with ideas, you know, for your own classes, even if you're a teacher somewhere else or you practice kids yoga somewhere else, it's a really cool, she has a lot of neat tools on there. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you both so much for taking the time to have this conversation and keep going, keep doing the work you're doing. It's so, so important. Thank you. We appreciate you having us on. This was this was such a fun experience. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Stay in touch. We yes. love it for sure. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed the episode and you haven't already, I would really appreciate if you can leave a rating and review and also subscribe to the podcast. This helps people find the podcast and direct more people towards it so we can spread kids yoga to more children. You can also follow us at the Kids Yoga Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And you can always send me an email at thekidsyogapodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your feedback, your questions, and any ideas you have for future episodes. So thank you so much for being here and for listening, and I hope to see you next week.